Greetings and welcome back to another in our ongoing series of Shirem and Daf Yomi. We are now on the Mishnah in Nazir Daf Yod Gimel Amud Bet, continuing on with the Hafla of a Nizirut uh, associated with having a child. Harani uh, Nazir, but now we're going to deal in this Mishnah with the issue of embedded Niziruyot, multiple Niziruyot, in which one is embedded inside the other. Harani Nazir, Nazir Ben. So the man made a hafla. We'll assume now his wife is pregnant and due soon. And he says, I'm a Nazir, which means immediately accepts Nazirut, and a Nazir when I have a son. So that means that his own Nazirut takes precedence in sequence. So if he begins counting his own Nazirut, and then he has a child, then that's the order in which he does it, and he does not interrupt his own Nazirut for the second Nazirut that he took for his child. Rather, he completes his own, and then does the other Nazirut. However, and this is where it gets interesting, if he reverses the order of the hafla, so that I am a nazir when I have a child, son, and I am a nazir. What happens is he doesn't yet have a son, so he begins counting the other nazirut. If a child was born in the middle of the 30 days of his own nazirut, he suspends his own, then counts 30 days for his son, and then he resumes and picks up where he left off and completes the 30 days for his own Nazirut. Now, this is problematic, and, and I'm picking the 30 days because that's time Nazirut, but 30 days will indeed be problematic, as follows. He begins counting, let's say he counts 10 days, and then his wife gives birth. So at that point, he stops, he then does 30 days, there's no shaving, no korbanot, no anything, and no no break during which the restrictions of Nazirut are lifted. He then has 30 days for his son, now he's done 40 days all told, he comes to the Beit HaMikdash, brings the Korbanot, shaves, and then immediately picks up where he left off and does 20 more days. The problem is, at the end of those 20 days, he comes to the Mikdash, he doesn't have enough hair, he has to have had 30 days of hair growth, and therefore he's going to need another 10 days. In any case, we're going to look at the status of those 10 days a little later on in the Shi'ur. Just to clarify, now, the Gemara immediately presents a question that Rava asked about the nature of embedded Nazirut. Boy, Rava, Amar Harin Nazir Lachar Esrim Yom Vyom Yachshav Meayom, and now we have an embedded Nazirut, which is not conditional on an external event like the birth of a child, but he sets up a delayed Nazirut, and subsequent to that, he then uh, accepts a a current Nazirut, an immediate Nazirut. He says, I'm a Nazir starting in 20 days, which means in 20 days there'll be a 30-day Nazirut beginning, plus I'm beginning a 100-day Nazirut now. Mahu, here's his question. Since the hundred days that start now will not be completed before the second one kicks in, so maybe the hundred doesn't even start at all now. Maybe you have to wait, drink, go to funerals, get haircuts, whatever you want for 20 days. Then in 20 days begin the first, the, the second Nazirut, the first Nazirut, have 30 days of that, and then begin a hundred days, perhaps. Or perhaps one could argue as follows, since if he starts the 100 now, and then as we had in the Mishnah, he he puts it aside, does the 30 for this delayed Nazirut, that means there's been a total of 50 days now. He then shaves, and then has another 80 days to complete the first Nazirut that started, that's enough for hair growth, maybe it works. So the Gemara then asks, V'tibayle Nazirut Muetet, 
Why are you asking about a hundred? Why don't you ask about a regular 30-day Nazirut, where he says, I'll be a Nazir starting in 20 days for 30, and I'll be a Nazir immediately for 30. And to ask whether or not the immediate one can start. Of course, there you have a bigger problem, because there, if you start the 30 now, and in 20 days suspend it, finish the 30 days, and then come back, you have another 10 days left, then that's not enough for Gidul Sayar. So the answer is, The answer is the question that we just heard from Rava about the 100 days was the second in a series of several questions that he asked, and the first one was indeed the one you asked, which was, what happens if he says, I'll be in Nazir starting in 20 days, and then he says, and I'll be in Nazir starting now, regular 30-day Nazirut. And the response to that was, If you want to argue that with a minimal Nazirut, a 30-day Nazirut, since there's only 10 days left at the end. That's not enough. And therefore, because the 10 days are not enough for hair growth at the end. So vaday nazir me'ayom. So then, if that's the case, then vaday nazir me'ayom kevin de'idle tamin yom in the vasov salkin So if you want to argue that the reason that the thirty and then the delayed thirty, the the first thirty won't kick in yet, is because there won't be enough time for gidul seir at the end. Then for sure, if it was fifty or more, in which case there's going to be thirty days at the end or more. Certainly, in like our case of a hundred, which is kind of an easy way to say it. Certainly will work, although perhaps not because of the other angle, which is that the hundred aren't completed before the second one kicks in. In other words, we don't lechatchila set up a bifurcated um, nazirut. If you want to argue that it does work, because after all, you'll have enough time for hair growth afterwards. What if he says, What if he says, I'm going to be a nazir starting in 20 days, and beginning now I'm a nazir olam. Nazir olam is something that never completes. Mahu mi chayla alei olo. Does it work? So imtim tzolomer hacha kevin efshali chuli chayla. Here we have another piece to the puzzle, which would affect all of the previous questions, which is perhaps any nazirut that I take, which is delayed, and then another one which I take, which starts immediately. Perhaps in any case, the immediate one will start because there's always the possibility of retracting the later nazirut before it kicks in. I can come to a, to, a, to a chacham. Let's say I say I'm in Nazir in 20 days, I'm in Nazir now. And I start my Nazirut now, regular 30-day Nazirut, and in a week I come to the chacham and say, you know, I took this delayed Nazirut, and I regret, and ha-charata, and he says, mutalach, mutalach, if you follow Beit Hillel, that sho'alin ala Nazirut, you can retract Nazirut with a proper she'lat chacham, like any other neder. If that's the case, then um, perhaps... Any one of these delayed Naziriyot will not affect the, the, um, the effectiveness of the immediate Nazirut, except for the following case. If he said, in 20 days I'm going to become a Nazir Shimshon, and Nazir Shimshon is the one kind of Nazirut that everyone will agree cannot be retracted because there was no Hafla involved in Shimshon's Nazirut. And you say, I'm going to become a Nazir Shimshon in 20 days, and starting now, I'm a regular Nazir, Mahu. There, what's the argument? Since there's no way to retract the second Nazirut, since Nazir Shimshon is certainly going to kick in, maybe the immediate Nazirut that you took now cannot work, because it can never be completed. There's no point at which you'll be done being a Nazir Shimshon. And then, in this series of questions, they asked one which is totally disconnected, uh, which is about the nature of Hafla. 
uh, the, the, this particular flaw, what it means. What if the fellow said, I am like Moshe on the seventh of Adar? In rabbinic tradition, seventh of Adar was both Moshe Rabbeinu's birthday and his, and the day of his death. And so the, there's two ways to crack this. One way is, that um, the question is, when the guy says the Moshe Shiva Badar, is he referring to Moshe's death, and therefore it's a day of great sadness, on which the assumption is that B'nai Yisrael, when he died, were taking all sorts of nidarim uh, as part of their sadness of his death, or is it reflecting Shiva Badar as his birthday, in which case... Uh, it would be uh, a day of happiness, so it's not a flaw at all of rejection. Or, the question is, we certainly know that it's Shiva Badar as the day of his death. The question is, is this the meaning, haf- meaningful hafla at all? So, we're not going to get to a solution to that. Anybody interested can look in the Karen already discusses what the relevance of that to the rest of this, uh, to the rest of the sequence is. Pshot minayu kadmaita. In fact, at the end of this piece, I'll share with you what the Karen says. Pshot minayu kadmaita. In any case, the, we can answer one of these questions, the early, original one that we encountered, because the, the statement is, If a person says, I'm a Nazir in 20 days, and I'm beginning a 100-day Nazirut now, So you do 20, then continue on with your, your delayed Nazirut for 30, then you shave, of course, and then you count 80. In order to complete that orig- that first Nizirut, which started before the 20 days. As I mentioned, the Karen Aura suggests, and he raises the problem of the fact that this question about Nizirut of uh, Moshe, B'Shiva Ba'adar, really is not connected at all to the other questions. Pretty much the Rishonim agree that uh, it's a, a disconnected question, and the only reason it's raised here is that it's a series, it's part of a series of haflaot about which are not clear about how it works. The Mi'iri suggests that there may be a connection here between Nizirut Shimshon, which was the last question, and Kamoshevish Adar, is that in both cases, they are situations where you're associating yourself not with Davar Hanadur, not where you're accepting either direct Nizirut, uh, but in, as we discussed in the uh, first parak and the issue of Nezirut Shimshon and Rabbi Shimon's opinion about it, is that you are not attaching yourself to someone who himself took a netter, but rather replicating the behavior either of a person or other people around that person. But again, it's uh, very distant from the uh, from the discussion. In any case, we get back now to our Mishnah. To remind you of we were in the Mishnah, because we did take a little serpentine path away, the Mishnah dealt with a case where a person took a Nizirut, uh, the, the second case, where a person took a Nizirut when he has a son, and then a Nizirut that begins immediately. What that means is the Nizirut, when his son is born, takes precedence, and therefore it will interrupt his own Nizirut. So he begins his own Nizirut, and let's say a week later his wife gives birth, he sets that aside, he does 30 days for the birth of a son, and then goes back and completes, after having shaved, etc., completes the the uh, the next uh, three weeks of the nizirut that he that he interrupted. Now the question is as follows: Remember that if you become if a nazir becomes tamei mate, only tamei mate during his nizirut, the entire period he has kept till now is wiped out. After he becomes tahor and brings the korban, then he starts again with either a full Nazirut or at least 30 days. It depends when he became Tameh, but generally we'll say he has to keep the exact period that he originally promised. Now, what happens in a situation of the embedded Nazirut? He kept, let's say, two weeks of his own Nazirut, and then a son was born, and now he's in the middle of the 30 days for his son. And he became Tameh during that time. 
What happens to the original two weeks that he kept? Are they still reckoned so that when he completes the whole process and does the next 30 days for his son to make up for what was Nitma, he still only has two weeks to make up for that? Or does he have to, is everything wiped out? Rabbi Yochanan or Soter, or Shlokesh Amar Eino Soter. Rabbi Yochanan says it wipes everything out. Rabbi says it only wipes out the part of his, for his son, but not the original part section. He maintains that this entire embedded Nezirut is really one long Nezirut, even though he will admit that you will take a haircut in the middle. Each Nezirut is independent. Now, we have a second Machloka between Yochan and Shlokish, which seems to be parallel, and that's as follows. One little introduction. If a Nazir becomes a Mitzorah in the middle of his Nezirut, Immediately his Nazirut clock stops and is suspended. He doesn't stop being a Nazir, he can't drink wine now, etc., but his clock stops. And during the period that he's a Mitzorah, um, he is sort of like in a bubble in the middle of his Nazirut. So let's say he's a Nazir for a month, and two weeks in he becomes a Mitzorah. For, for the next several weeks that he is a Mitzorah, he cannot drink wine, he cannot be metame lamate, he cannot take haircuts, etc. However, when he is done with the tzarat, he has that full shaving that a mitzorah does, and then his clock goes ticking again, which may mean that he just has to complete his nizirut if there's 30 days left or more. It may mean that he completes his nizirut and has, has to add on more days to allow for 30 days of hair growth. In any case, that's the bubble of tzarat. Now, nitmavi made tzarato. What happens if during that bubble period, he becomes tmeimate? Rabbi Yochanan Amar Soter. Rabbi Yochanan says that wipes out his nizirut. Shlokish Amar. And also Soter. Shlokish says, no, he, he did not affect the nizirut because he's not on the clock of nizirut. Now, what's the argument? Rabbi Yochanan Amar Soter. Why? The hab nizirut kai. He's in the middle of nizirut. The fact that it got suspended with tzarat, he's still not allowed to drink wine now. After all, right now he's in a period of tzarat. Now, the question the Gemara is going to raise is why Rabbi Yochan Rosh had to have this machloka twice. If we only had the first machloka, where it's one nizirut within another, the one of the son and the one of himself, there I would say, sure, Rabbi Yochanan says, the Tuma during the embedded period is Soter, the whole thing. Shem Nizirut Achati, because Nizirut is Nizirut. But here, perhaps, he would agree with Rosh that after all, this is now a period of Tzarat. And then we just flip it. If we only have the second Machloket, I would have said, that's where Rosh says that they're separate. But in a case where it's one Nizirut within another, I would assume that Rosh Lakish agreed with Rabbi Yochanan, and therefore I need to have both Machlokot. Now, remember a little while ago I mentioned the concern about what happens when you have completed the days of Nizirut, but for one reason or another you need to maintain being a Nazir for a little longer to have 30 days of hair growth. Example, when you had the interrupted Nizirut with the birth of a son, and now there's only, let's say, two weeks to go, you have to let be a Nazir for another two weeks, even though you've completed all of the time, in order to have 30 days of hair growth. Or, let's say you're a Mitzorah in the middle, and you completed the Tzorah, and there's two weeks left on your Nazir clock, you still have to wait another two weeks afterwards in order to have 30 days for the Tiglachat. Let's say... Um, 
Uh, let's say you became tmeimate during that period while you're just growing out the hair. Rav Amar Enosoter. Rav says that does not affect the original nizirut, the period. Even Rabbi Yochanan, who says in the case of an embedded nizirut or or tamei during the tzarat in the middle of nizirut that it wipes everything out. That's only because you're still in the middle of your real days of nizirut. But now all you're doing is growing out your hair so you can have a proper tiglachat. You've completed the days. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel took the diametrically opposite position. Soter, he said that if you become Tamei during that period of just letting the hair grow out, it is Soter everything. Even Rishlokish, who says if you became Nitma during the time of Tzarat or Nitma during the time of the, of the middle Nizirut, it doesn't affect the earlier one. That's because it's two separate Nizirut, or it's Tzarat and Nizirut. But here, it's one long Nizirut that you're just extending in order to have uh, to have proper hair growth. Okay, so that's uh, Rav and Shmuel on that, on that issue. Now, Amar Rav Chista. Rav Chista made the following statement, which is worded in an, in an interesting way. Hakol lodim she'im kadash se'ar badam en lo takana. He says, everybody agrees that if Kadash Seyar Badam, and I'll explain what that means, that Eno Takana. Now, Eno Takana is always a foreboding statement in the context of Nazir, because the implication is you're stuck forever and you can never become not a Nazir. You can never get out of it. Now, that's not, we'll see that that's not what it means, but what does Kadash Seyar Badam mean? It means that if the fellow, um, did not yet shave, already brought the Korbanot, so he already brought his Korbanot, he hadn't yet shaved, and then he became Tamei. Now, Eno Takana. Now, let's recall, we already saw this earlier, that there is a machloket between Rabbi Eliezer and Chachamim about the indispensable nature of Tiglacha to complete Nazirut. Rabbi Eliezer says, Me'akevet, which means until you have shaved, uh, done this, the Tiglacha at the end of Nazirut, you are still a full Nazir. And Rabbanon say, Eno Ma'akevet, which means if you brought the Korbanot, you're allowed to drink wine. If you didn't do the proper Tiglachat, you missed that opportunity, but it's not Ma'akev. Rav Chista here said that if you didn't shave, you brought the Korban, and then you became Nitma, there's no way out. And why is there no way out? Because since you um, can't bring those Korbanot again, because after all, you can't just voluntarily bring extra korbanot for Nazir. It's only at the completion of Nazirut. You already brought them and they were properly brought. Therefore, you cannot shave again and therefore you cannot get out of the Nazirut. You cannot complete it. Now, I'll leave it a moment. The question is, Rav Chista's statement is within the context of which opinion? If it's according to Rav According to Rabbi Eliezer, he says, you have to shave without shaving, you haven't finished your Nizirut. That means that you are within the context of the period of Nizirut, and let it just cancel out the Nizirut. In other words, you're like a Nazir who became Tameh in the middle, because you didn't yet shave, and therefore it cancels out all 30 days. According to Rabbi Eliezer, it may only cancel seven days, but in any case, it cancels it out. And then you bring a fresh set of Korbanot, either seven or 30 days later, and you can be out of Nizirut. El Alibid Rabbanan. It must be that his statement was Alibid Rabbanan. But how could the Rabbanan say that if you became Tameh after bringing the Korbanot before shaving, you're stuck? According to the Rabbanan, after you brought the Korbanot, you're free to go. You're not a Nazir anymore. 
So the answer is Leolam at Libra Rabbanan. It's really according to Rabbanan. Umayin lo takana. What does in lo takana mean? En lo takana lo mitzvah giluach. It means there's no way to properly do mitzvah giluach. In other words, there's a mitzvah of doing giluach in the proper time. According to the Rabbanan, once you bring the korbanot, you are done. And if you became nitma at that time, then you won't have the opportunity to do giluach properly. Fine, but you're not, you're already not a nazir. So Rav Chista's statement is far less serious and has far less gravitas to it than we originally assumed. I'm Rav Yosef Rav Chanina. Nazir shekalu lo yamav lo kalatumav eno lo kal hatiglachet velo al hayain. Rav Yosef says something which is enigmatic. He says if a nazir completed his period of time, didn't yet finish the giluach and the korbanot, but he's finished the period, then if he now violates it by encountering Tumah, he gets makot, he's liable, he's culpable, but if he takes a haircut or drinks wine, he's not liable. There are no makot for it. Now, where where do we get this distinction from? Maishna Tuma Delaki, take a look at the Psukim on top of the page. Take a look at why why is it that for Tuma you would get Makot? Damakra, Kol Yumeha Ziro Ladunai, on Nefesh Loyavo. As long as he is on the Zer, Kol Yumeha Ziro, what's Kol Yumeha Ziro there for? The Rabot Yamim Shalachar Malot, Kemim Shalifne Malot. Kol Yumeh is there to extend it even to days after he's completed his 30, before he finished the process, he's still not allowed to have encounter, to encounter the dead. But if that's the case, you should get makot for tiglachat. What does the Torah say? All of the days of Nizirut, he cannot have a razor on his head, which includes, evidently, according to the same drasha, the days after Malot. The two, besides that, besides that, all of the days of Nizirut, he can't drink wine or have anything to do with the grape. So in other words, the same phrase that shows up in the context of Tumat Meit shows up in the context of the other two Yisurim. So why are you distinguishing Rabbi Yossi? So, so the answer he gives is Shani Nizro. In the context of Tuma, if Kimutalav if suddenly the occurrence of death and he has contact, then it says Vitime Roshnizro. He has defiled Roshnizro. And what's the drasha? Mishnizro Talui Lobrosho. As long as his nezer is still on his head, meaning as long as he has not yet finished and done the Tiglachat, Tuma affects him as opposed to the other two Isurim. Alright, that's an argument. Meitabe, but we have a challenge that's going to knock it down. Nazir shekalu lo yamav, if you have a Nazir who finished his period, asur le galech lishtot yan for the time of the meitim. He's not allowed to do any of these things. In other words, don't think because his t- time is over, he's suddenly allowed to, the stri- restrictions are lifted. They're not. V'im gilech v'shtayan v'yitmel the meitim, and if he did any of them, harezah sofeg etar bayim, he gets makot. Tiyufta. Rabbi Yosef Hanina has been refuted. There is no distinction between the three isurim, and indeed, violating any of them, will give you makot. Okay, we've completed up until daf, tervav, uh, amur aleph, and amir tzashem, in the next shiur, we will complete our study of the second parak of Masachat Nazir. You should have a wonderful day.